And those familiar strains means that it is time for Cinema Chat here on 89.1 WEMU, our weekly survey of all things film and cinema related and more. And always thrilled to uh, be guest hosting for David Fair, who's away from the station for a few days, for a few weeks actually. Uh, and always thrilled uh, to be able to uh, uh, speak with uh, Russ Collins from the Michigan Theater. Hello, how you doing? Well, very well, and I'm especially thrilled to be talking to you this week. A very special event is happening. It's not a film event, but a special event nonetheless, and it's connected to you and your yeah. fam- family, yeah. so I'm sure folks have heard about it, but uh, your great-great-grandfather... Um, great-grandfather. Was a great-grandfather. Great-grandfather. I'm sorry, yeah. great-grandfather uh, was a, a, a excellent Ann Arbor student, was the valedictorian of his class, was the University of Michigan enrollee, uh, became a physician. Uh, but he also played a little bit of football oh, and was exceedingly good at that. Yeah. Um, and they're naming a trophy after him, this is George, big, the George Jewett Trophy. The George Jewett, this is the inaugural George Jewett Trophy game, which will be a, it's a rivalry game trophy between the University of Michigan and Northwestern, where he attended uh, both schools and played football at both schools and is the first African-American to uh, letter in those varsity sports and, and play football in the Big Ten. So kind of a nice arc of history as he's the first to do that. Back in the 1890s, uh, this is the first named trophy for an African-American athlete of, of this nature. So a, a huge, huge deal. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of emotions about this. You know, at this point in the process, it's, it's just pure uh, anticipation and excitement. It's like beyond a kid before Christmas, just the, uh, the magnitude of this. So it's a, it's a big deal. And we're, you know, uh, family's just really, really grateful. I think it's the... Everyone involved uh, at both universities, at Northwestern and, and here at the U of M, did a fantastic job of uh, putting this all together and the trophy itself, the actual physical trophy. So it's pretty cool. He's being honored as a student athlete. So, yeah, very cool. So, yes. Very so, cool. And go, congratulations to yes, you thank and you, your thank family. You. Yeah. What, a, what a tremendous legacy. So. Thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, if, they do uh, make a, they, they, if they do make a film about George Jewett now, we have all sorts of ideas about that. But that's it's kind of a little, a little joke we've got. But we'll, we'll see. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know if that would ever happen. So, yeah. It, it, there's some great uh, names connected to, uh, to to that story, including Amos Alonzo Stagg, yeah, uh, some consider him the best play. football yeah. coach ever, yeah. and uh, John Heisman, who yeah. the Heisman Trophy is named after. That's so, uh, yeah. you know, it's uh, 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 it, a it is a very compelling story big, on big several hit. levels. Big history for uh, for Ann Arbor, African American history in general, history in the Big Ten. So yeah, so uh, looking forward to that. And also movies, 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 movies. It's not like there's a uh, it, there's no let up movie wise. It's like all this stuff that we've been people have been waiting and whatnot. Uh, and uh, movies theaters opening up, so we're getting like a big big film every week. It seems. Yes, that's absolutely true. Um, so a couple of special screenings that are happening uh, before we get to the bigger stuff is Bowen's Heart, which is actually happening tonight on Thursday at 7.30. Uh, and it's a benefit screening uh, that's going to feature Matt and Bowen Hammett. Um, uh, Bowen was a, uh, a, a heart surgery patient as a child, and it's a story about the Mott Children's Hospital uh, and the uh, Hammett family. So uh, a very compelling thing. There's going to be a live acoustic music performance uh, before the film, 
uh, and then that will take place. So we're very, very glad to be hosting that particular event. Uh, and then on Tuesday, so after the weekend, on Tuesday the 26th, we're very proud to be doing one of the few theatrical screenings of The Harder They Fall, oh, uh, which is a, <laughs> a film that we talked about last week, and yeah. I know you're very excited I about. I am so, and this it, it is a Netflix project, so this is your chance to see it theatrically before it hits Netflix. It's in theaters before it hits Netflix. And I tell you, this this cast with Regina King, Idris Elba, Jonathan Majors, Delroy Lindo, some of the characters are based on actual historical figures. So Nat Love. From the Wild West. Yeah, it's right. These are African-American uh, cowboys and whatnot. Stage of kind of a variation on Stagecoach Mary, Bill Pickett. I know I'm forgetting somebody in there. And they're kind of riffing on those characters. And it just it looks action-packed full of uh, some humor uh, and just some and I guess the the cast was just they were fighting to get in uh, to be included <laughs> in this film so I think it's a, they got a lot invested in this I'm really looking forward to this yeah, yeah no it's going to be great and great uh, it concludes our featuring Regina King series so we're uh, very happy to have done a retrospective of her work both as a director and then uh, as an actress, which is how most people know her. Right. Uh, and then this is her contemporary film. So uh, The Harder They Fall uh, plays on Tuesday at 7.30. Go check it out. Yeah. Um, the the big movie that's opening this weekend, uh, it's opening at the Michigan and it's opening uh, at your favorite multiplex, is Dune. So this is the much-anticipated mm -hmm. uh, Dennis Villanueva um, version of this mythic and emotionally charged hero's journey. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is the star of the film. And uh, what, what's your uh, reading on the buzz? Well, I, film? you know, I, I think there's a lot of anticipation about it. I know the, I know the film. The if that's David Lynch who helmed the 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 film from the 80s. Right. Uh, and so, and that was, you know, something I guess might call it kind of a kind of a cult hit. Now, the book, it's the books themselves, the Frank Herbert books are some of the most widely acclaimed and, and loved science fiction books. So there's a lot, lot going on. And there, I guess, For generations. Yeah. yeah. Right. So there's a lot of emotional investment in this. Uh, we'll see what happens. I, I, you know, I really don't know. I think there's a lot of anticipation about it, but I'm not quite sure. Uh, uh, you know, I got to say, Villanueva's uh, a previous film, uh, the Blade Runner kind of like sequel remake, really didn't have that much of an impact, didn't score that big of a hit. But his previous movie, uh, Arrival, starring Amy Adams, I thought was one of the finest science fiction movies, you know, recent science fiction movies. So he's definitely oh, yeah. uh, in his element here as a director, but and he's assembled a great, uh, great looking cast, you know, very talented cast, and the effects look great. So we'll see what happens. The narrative can be kind of weird. I mean, Dune is, is is a pretty it's weird, yeah, pretty complex. And this the the David Lynch movie has a kind of like a campy feel about it, a post Star Wars kind of campy feel about it. So I really don't know what, what the, but I you know the trailers look great. I guess the advanced reviews are pretty solid. Maybe not you know raves, but you know you know above eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I I really don't know, but I'm definitely interested in seeing. How, how this plays out so yeah yeah and it's the kind of movie when you when you turn a very very popular and famous yeah. uh and and you know intensely uh read novel into a uh into a movie uh it's it's very hard because you have stakes. to leave out right about you know well between 40 and 60 percent of the narrative yeah, I when guess you do a, a movie i bet i guess this version of dune i mean it's kind of like subtitled as dune you know part one or prelude or something so it's like we're assuming that there's going to be more of the dune story because i guess there's actually dune the book and then there's like three or four sequels so there's a lot of material 
So this is going to be longer than just the one movie, and I think the runtime is fairly long too. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see no, what's in it. Definitely, definitely Absolutely. something to see. So yeah. Uh, another film that we're doing a short run on uh, is uh, the Electrical Life of Lewis Wine, and uh, it's a tw- it's a biographical drama that stars Benedict Cumberbatch, which is uh, a, a an attention getter all by itself, and so. Uh, this Lewis Wayne is uh, uh, was an artist in the nineteen between the late eighteen hundreds and nineteen thirties England, uh, and he did an extraordinary uh, psychedelic pictures of cats that kind of transformed the public's perception about kitty cats. And uh, uh, he was a very quirky, interesting guy. Um, uh, he and his wife. Uh, Emily Richardson, which is played, who is played by Claire Foy, um, uh, ended up having a very interesting relationship. And part of the movie is about their relationship getting up and going. Uh, it premiered at the Telluride Film Festival on September 7th. It has a limited theatrical run. Uh, it's gotten a preponderance of positive reviews uh, from Rotten Tomatoes, so it's considered fresh. And the Electrical Life of Lewis Wayne opens on October 22nd. I gotta think, you got to think uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Something of a period piece, an interesting personality. He kind of excels at this. So yeah. So on oh, yeah. On, on him alone, it's definitely worth, uh, definitely worth investigating. Sounds sounds intriguing. And he plays, you know, those quirky genius right, characters exactly. extremely well. Yeah, yeah, so, so this fits right into that milieu. Um, uh, Becoming Cousteau is a documentary about Jacques Cousteau, uh, the adventurer, filmmaker, inventor, author, uh, and uh, a, a celebrity conservationist way before that was uh, something that was a part of the a political yeah. dialogue going on every day these days. So uh, a very a 20th century character for sure, but uh, a unique and renowned environmental voice uh, who didn't really start out to be a, uh, a you know a TV star, but became one in the in the 70s and 80s and uh, a national uh, international personality. So a very interesting story about an interesting guy uh, who did great work and, and taught a lot of people about the, the oceans. Uh, and their role in life and the life in the oceans. And so come check that out, that, that plays this week. Uh, speaking of David Lynch's version of Dune, we've, oh, we have man. David Lynch's first <laughs> film, Eraserhead, yeah. which was a huge cult classic in the 70s and 80s. Uh, and it has kind of a, a Halloween vibe to it just because it's so strange. Halloween uh, is coming. That, that's right. It's uh, we're playing that on the tenth. Uh, we're also doing the Rocky Horror Picture Show a week from this Friday. So go check that out. That's going to have the Friday the before Halloween. Friday before Halloween. If you really want to get your Halloween film geek on, there you go. <laughs> and absolutely, and we've got two 1930s uh, movies: Frankenstein and Dracula, starring Boris Karloff and Bella Lugosi, respectively. And uh, those are cool as well. And Nosferatu is our uh, traditional Halloween thing that we're doing a week from today right. uh, on, on the 28th. So, And if you haven't seen the new James Bond film, go That's check a, it out. Yeah. I, I hope you've seen it, Michael. Uh, where, the, where the time goes, I just don't know. Cinema Chat with uh, Russ Collins on your community NPR station, 89.1 WEMU. Ta-ta from Hollywood. <laughs>